Peace, everyone. This is Alicia coming to you from Houston, Texas. You are listening to the Microdosing Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's topic is going to be about the liver. So let's get right to it. Um, The liver, located on the right side of the body, uh, like right across your, right uh, on the side of your right side of your stomach, and um, the liver is like a filter. It detoxifies. It gets out all the yuck of the body. It uh, regulates your metabolism. It checks in with your immune system. It makes sure that all the toxic waste goes the right direction. And it works closely with the colon um, to go ahead and filter things out that your body doesn't need. Um, it works at nighttime. It wants you to be sleep while it's doing its thing. But normally when, when the liver is working, depending on who you are or how old you are or what your lifestyle is, you may be out partying and drinking and eating late at night while the liver is trying to detoxify itself. That'll work for a while, but as you get older, you'll notice that it'll be harder for you to tolerate certain things. And it's because your liver has so much that it needs to detoxify that if you don't lay yourself down somewhere, it's going to be a problem. And so people that tend to drink a lot of alcohol have trouble with their liver because it never really gets an opportunity to regenerate itself. It's constantly trying to figure out how to filter out the toxins from alcohol. And there is a lot of sugar in alcohol as well. So you have this excess sugar you know, filtering through the body and the liver gets overwhelmed and it can't get rid of it. And when the liver can't get rid of toxins, what begins to happen is a person um, in an emotional space starts to become really agitated. They can become really agitated, they can become angry, and they can become um, really just obnoxious. And so this is where we get the angry drunk from, is that when they become angry and aggressive, their liver is screaming for help. Now, if you're unable to stop drinking on your own, then you probably want to check into a rehabilitation center. It's extremely important for you to be well, not just absent of alcohol, but to have a clean, healthy liver because the liver is the largest organ in the body. It has a lot of functionality for other organs in your body. And without your liver, you can die pretty quickly. And so the way that you could tell that a person's liver is screaming for help is just like with the intestines, their stomach sticks out. And it's usually more so on the right side. And, um, It'll just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger until the body becomes compromised and it'll shut down. And it's unfortunate because I'm watching people literally drinking themselves to death. And I've even had family members who have drank themselves to death, in particular women, who are just drinking so much because the craving for alcohol is so strong that they're unable to release that addiction. So when we start looking at the pathology of why would a person drink so much knowing that it's not good for them, then we could start understanding like why a person would go so far. You know, 
Insecurity is a big thing. When a person feels insecure, they're very afraid of people discovering who they really are, opposed to allowing people to see them for who they are. They hold up a facade. They want people to believe that they are a certain way. And it can really... um, it can really be detrimental because they have to drink to become someone else. So I've worked with people who said they just feel cooler when they're drunk. They feel like they could socialize better. They have better interactions with people when they've been drinking. But when they're not drinking, they don't feel so pretty or handsome. They don't feel this sociable. They don't feel like people are really plugging into them. But when they reflect back on those times where they were drinking and they were really having a good time, what they realize is that they were actually overdoing it and they were the only person that was having a really good time. The other people that were there were concerned, were embarrassed, um, didn't want to be a part of it anymore. And so drinking that amount of alcohol, it really takes away your sensibility to be able to know when you're overwhelmed and when you might be doing too much. Another thing about alcohol is it affects the eyes. So the liver affects the eyes. If the liver liver becomes damaged, um, it can show up as glaucoma. So you'll meet young people who have glaucoma and they have no idea why. It's because their liver is damaged. And normally if it's a young person who has glaucoma and their liver is damaged, it is because of alcohol intake. So I just want to let you know that You know, things like alcohol, caffeine, carbonated drinks, um, fried foods, all of those things contribute to your liver being under some extreme stress because it's not going to be able to filter things out of the body for the way that it was designed to. And like I said, the more that the liver... um, the filtration backs up in the liver, the more abrasive and angry and and short-tempered a person can become because then their body starts craving caffeine, starts craving alcohol, fried food, so on and so forth. And when you think about it, certain things just kind of go together. So if you're going to eat some fried food, you may want a beer, you may want a drink. Um, Depending on what it is that you have going on, you need to start looking at your food choices and asking yourself, is this helping or hurting my liver? You need your liver to stay alive, right? And to not have that filtration system, there's no way that you'll live. And so I want to just kind of give a PSA. If you know, that you are struggling with um, liver disease, if you know that alcohol is something that you're struggling with, if you know that you need to modify and change your diet so that you're not damaging your liver and you truly want to live, I really recommend and I encourage you to reach for the help that you need because here's the thing, it's not gonna get better. It's not. And you should be alive and well, not just alive. I was just speaking to a good friend of mine who um, we have 
a mutual friend who recently had a stroke. And this person had alcohol addiction and everybody's under 50. So to have a stroke, we're just like, what? What's going on? And then we kind of lost contact. And when we followed up to find out what was going on with our friend, she's alive, but she's not well. The stroke has left her paralyzed in some ways and she needs a 24-hour caregiver. She doesn't even look the same. I mean, it's it's it was unfortunate and it it just, you know, praying for her recovery is just not enough. So I would like for people to be proactive so that they don't have to find themselves in situations that are just not going to serve them any real good purpose in their life. Don't wait until it is a bigger problem than you saying, I need to go and rehabilitate myself. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. Life is constantly challenging us. And in that challenge, there's a need for us to escape. And in us practicing escapism, we turn to things like alcohol, fried foods, and all of the other things, caffeine, carbonated drinks, to give us a kick, to give us a lift. And it's just not working anymore. And it's our responsibility to just do better. So if you know better, you must do better, right? So reach for the help that you need if you know that you are struggling. You don't want to go blind. You don't want to just be alive. You want to be well. And the beautiful thing about the liver, and a, a lot of organs don't do this. This is the beautiful thing about the liver, the liver will give you a second chance. It will regenerate itself. So if you get into a program where people can take good care of you as you're rehabilitating yourself, the liver will give you a second chance. And I know several people who have um, abused alcohol, food, and things like that, who turned their lives around And now they're seeing themselves for the very first time. They're not those angry, mean, volatile people that they once were. They're not laughing at other people's hardships and hurting people's feelings and telling people all about themselves. They are some of the most loving, God-fearing people that I have ever met. And that is who was up underneath all that pain and anger, was a person who just wanted to be nurtured and loved very talented, very expressive, but it is up to the individual to make a decision about their life. Save your liver. You need it. And there are some great detoxification programs, but if you know that you are addicted to alcohol, go get professional help. That's not something you want to try to do on your own as it pertains to detoxifying your liver. You will feel softer and more gentle when your liver gets clean. So for people who are not addicted to alcohol and you just want to do a detox, there are some great liver cleanses that you can use. And um, once you get that liver clean, you will completely feel the softness in your body. So just take some time and think about that. What does my liver, what is my liver saying to me right now? And um, have a real conversation with yourself about, do you want to be alive and well, or do you just want to be alive? Okay, 
So uh, think about those things. And if you have any questions, you could always reach out to me too. Um, my email is Dr. Dr. Period or dot Dr. Dot <laughs> Alicia A L I C I A Jackson dot N is in Nancy D is in Delta at gmail.com. And I'll be more than happy to um, follow up with you or you know, answer a question in a podcast episode. So thank you so much for listening. Remember to be kind to yourself and each other. And until we speak again, peace and progress.